Right. Should we get started? How's your How's your um, Easter break going anyway so far? I mean, there's not really much to it. It's pretty boring right now. Like we're not allowed to go out the house. Um, yeah. When we do go out the house, you you can die. So it's it's pretty grave. I've uh, had some eggs for breakfast. That's that's a very Easter thing. Me too. Me too. Me too. Scrambled eggs because I made a pie last night. I had a fish finger sandwich. Oh, oh for breakfast? Yeah. Oh wow, lad, 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 lad. <laughs> what are you at university? <laughs> I also had. Uh, some medicine. I had a lemsip because I woke up with a bit of a oh. sore throat. Oh, so uh, medicine has been consumed. But no, I think good, it's, good. it's going alright so far. I'm looking forward to to uh, doing some of the stuff that we're going to talk about later on. Playing some me games. Me too. Me too. Me too. I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just. It's just such a strange time, isn't it? Like. You want to be talking about loads of cool stuff that you've done, but all I've done is the last few weeks is sit in this chair, yeah. and all there is now is a bum imprint that just won't move out my chair, and this chair was pretty much brand new at the start of the year. It was new, yeah. You only got it recently. I feel you, Jordan. We, uh, yeah, we have new chairs, and I've definitely noticed that this one, like, I wanted to make sure that this one was kept kind of, like, brand new, or, like, new in terms of condition for quite a while, but having yeah. worked from home now for, what, three or four weeks straight? It's uh, there's definitely it started squeaking as well, and I'm I'm annoyed. WD forty, mate. Yeah, I know. WD-40. I need to get all over it. I'm just gonna soak it. Well, m- well, my chair wasn't you, but obviously with the the last few weeks of working at home, it now wobbles. Oh no! Bit gutted. No. Soon it'll be it's a bit like a ride. Yeah, soon it's gonna be a new chair time, which is always a good time. Funny story about WT forty actually. Um. <laughs> my um, my toilet at home. Um, you know how inside, like a toilet, it's got when you when you flush it, it like has like that air thing that as the water fills up, it then stops mm-hmm. the the toilet from yep. filling up. Well, um, yeah, for some reason that gets stuck like halfway up, like mm-hmm. sometimes. So like the toilet won't fully like fill up. So you hit yeah. a button and it'll be like, nope, there's no water coming out for you. So I WD forty the inside of the toilet. <laughs> Did it work? Yes, for now. No. Great. This is a this is a positive story. This is exactly the kind of <laughs> news is, we needed to have this yeah, week. This is all this is the most excitement that comes <laughs> from having a break at home. Well, you didn't just do what me and Lucy did, which is where one of our toilets wouldn't stop uh filling up, so we uh put some string in it so that it stopped filling up, uh drained it and then just didn't use that toilet for about six months. <laughs> oh god. The joys of having two toilets. Yeah, I know, but then we did uh, we did a, like a batch plumbing session and got a plumber out to look at like the radiators, the shower, and the uh, the toilet as well, and then everything was back to normal. It was great. It was like we'd been gifted a toilet. It was fantastic. Oh, Aww. amazing! So, I mean, I know we, we're going to be talking about like technology and stuff, and like loads of cool things that we usually talk about. But one of the things I also did was um, I couldn't get any soap. Right, if you remember, mm. and and mm-hmm. I thought I had a look on eBay, and um, and it's not you know everyone's panic buying, so and there's no like soap or toilet roll, or there wasn't at least for the last couple of weeks. So I um I bought some like five liters worth of Carex in an industrial thing off the internet, and um, I feel pretty good about it because it means basically I can reuse all the soap pumps that I've already got in yeah. like, the bathroom and the kitchen so i actually think in the future i'll probably just do that anyway because it'll reduce the amount of unrecyclable you're probably going to be doing it for a while with the amount that you've got 
Oh yeah, it'll be like ten years, right? <laughs> like, I mean, maybe not ten years, but um, I think we go through like one bottle, um, maybe every few weeks because there's only two of us in the house, so maybe a few weeks, three weeks. I don't know. I'm gonna time it and find out because it's not really the thing I kind of track. But we've also got enough toilet roll to last us for six months as well because eBay is awesome. I, uh, as you guys know, I was quite a fan of Costco for a bit about a year ago. And I bought one of their like catering size rolls of foil more than a year ago now, like easily a year and a half. And it's still not done. And I love it. And I've decided that I will renew my Costco membership. Just for the just, foil. Just to get the foil. And obviously it comes with other benefits like the, the big uh, muffins and, you know, things like that. But I mean, not right now. I mean, obviously. But when, when it's safe to go out again and uh, I run out of foil, I'm definitely renewing my Costco membership because it's that foil. I, I, just, I don't know why. Yeah. I hate buying foil regularly. Me too. Me too. So, um, you know, what was it, five, six years ago, I bought that 300 mm. meter yeah. cling film. It is coming to the end of its life. So mm. I actually have bought 20 meters worth of cling film from Tesco. And I, I just want to go back to Costco and and get another reel. It's just amazing. The standard stuff like that you can buy in a in a supermarket just doesn't last long enough. And it's mm, upsetting. Like mm, like oh um, this should last especially when you've had something that like from Costco where it lasts for like a year and a half. You're like, shouldn't this be like another like a year and a half before this depletes? Nope. So is the stuff from Costco thicker? Is it like American foil? Uh, I think it's a bit of slightly higher quality just because it's meant for like commercial and um catering yeah 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 because I know that the British foil is significantly thinner than the American foil uh, it's good foil I- I'll vouch for it as oh yeah we have yeah, to. yeah 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 maybe that's one of the things to add to my list I want an American washer and dryer and uh American foil well like top loading yeah why they're great because they're great they fit way more stuff because you don't have to bend down all oh, right Okay. Well. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, Mavis. This is life now. Uh, <laughs> I did actually, I did want to mention something. Um, I don't know you, I don't know if you guys have Apple TV Plus, but there's a show on there called Mythic Quest, which is fantastic. If you've bought an Apple product recently, you'll probably have it, but it's so good. Like it's nine episodes, fairly short episodes, but it's kind of like uh, Silicon Valley-esque about a, games development um like a runescape yeah. style i've i've seen this it's I'm, I'm, very I'm, good i'm tempted by it so you know interesting segue and i know this isn't part of our our plan for for today's discussion however this whole kind of being in lockdown i think has made made a lot of people um you know and a lot of people are, are streaming right they're streaming mm-hmm. uh they're streaming more content netflix yeah. disney plus is now out here um, Amazon Prime, right? And that's kind of got me into a bit of a pickle because, you know, I bought Disney Plus, but a lot of, you know, I think it was like £60 for the year, so it didn't seem too bad. But there is certain con- there's certain content that just isn't available on any of the streaming services, right? So, for instance, I've been watching some box sets that have been on Amazon Prime of like a crime thing that I, I like to watch. Um, but the next three series aren't on Prime and they're not on Netflix and you can't actually buy them anywhere. Um, apart from on DVD. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out what, why is this still in this day and age? Like, I don't mind buying it, right? I don't mind spending £20 or whatever it is for the 20-episode box set mm-hmm. that you see on things like Apple. 
and and what what's kind of what I'm struggling with at the moment is like I don't want to buy a DVD. I don't have a DVD player. Like, how am I meant to play this content? Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I'm just trying to figure out, like, in my own mind, like, <laughs> why is this a thing? Yeah, right? I feel like it kind of got worse because I, I'm, maybe I'm just misremembering, but I feel like in the past I used to uh, be fine with just Netflix, but now it's like, yeah, there's there's some stuff is on Netflix. Some stuff has moved to Amazon. Recently, some uh, we were watching uh, Seinfeld, and that's moved to 4OD, which is like the worst. Yeah. Sorry, all four. Yeah. Because it's yeah. got adverts in it, and it's the same adverts over and over again. Oh, so oh I, right. I do oh, feel like it's God. worse than it used to be. Oh, much worse. So I think we're coming kind of full circle. Like, And this is not just with streaming content, but in ads as well. So when Netflix came out, it had so much stuff that you could pay like a set amount of money and you kind of could get rid of, there came a point where you could get rid of things like Virgin and Sky here in the UK where you don't necessarily, you don't necessarily need, like, like that, you know, when I was growing up, you know, my mom and dad would have like Sky or mm-hmm. Virgin or whatever and it would have like a hundred thousand channels or whatever and you, you would <laughs> pay for extra bits for, I mean, maybe not a hundred thousand <laughs> channels, but you know, like, you know, it went up to like 999 and when you got up into the 900s, it was like, pornographic sexual content right uh okay. that you have to pay for uh <laughs> but which i only know, knew about never mind never mind yeah yeah so and then with netflix right like we took the decision like two or three years ago that we didn't need anything other than you know bbc we pay our tvd tv license and that you know freeview is fine so between netflix and like the freeview channels that come on you know the apps that you get like itv player etc that's all fine um and now with netflix you know over the last few years coming into kind of this prominence all the the content from these different companies like hbo and disney they're trying to hoard not hoard the content but they're, they're seeing that as that's their subscription yeah content mm-hmm. so they don't want to license it out which means everyone's launching their own paid for subscription plans and that's happening in like to the point where like now I need five different subscriptions yeah, to be able to watch all the things I want to watch. That's right. Yeah. Not on- yeah. And not only that, right. The, I remember, right. Having sky, you would, you know, the thing about sky and sky plus when it came out, right. Was you could pause the TV, right. And record, record programs, which was amazing. So you, you could say, Oh, I'm going to record this next week and set it to series link and record it. And you could fast forward the adverts, right. Yes, and now you can't fast forward through the adverts. And now, now you can't fast forward through the no. adverts because it's done through the internet. There is no way around it. There is literally zero the, way around it. The worst it, one right? is the Channel 4 ones because what will happen yeah. is you like, oh, I'll watch this episode and it's and you sit through the advert and then and because then, it does the advert before the program starts and then it starts and you're like, oh, wait, I watched this one. Uh, yeah, I need to, yeah, so yeah, yeah press, I need to fast forward. Press fast forward to the yeah. next episode and it shows you the yeah. same adverts again. Yeah. And and this is this is it's just awful user experience because it's it's like right I I get it you want to show me some ads but do something like YouTube right be as clever as YouTube yeah. where fine they've got ads right and but they won't show me ads if they showed me them straight away in the last you know ten seconds yeah and and I feel like when I say we're coming full circle with this it's actually worse for the end user mm-hmm. right now. Uh, it's worse for the end user from this subscription model. I understand why Sky TV would probably be better in this instance um, because I could just pay one, you know, monthly fee and get all these all this content. And now I'm kind of like, you know, is 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 it in three or four years' time another Netflix competitor going to come up and go, oh, you can have all the subscriptions for one bar price of fifty pound yeah, a month? Kind something of thing. like that might happen. We don't know. 
this whole like streaming service thing has been coming for for quite a while like i've we've been hearing about like contracts specifically around like marvel content for example expiring with netflix and friends i think was a big one where i think in the us no longer friends isn't on netflix for example and that whole thing has been happening for a while where you know these contracts have been kind of waiting to expire and then people are like right at that point we're gonna we're gonna fire our own you know streaming service into the world and then there's another one and i think like disney plus for example have done in something interesting because a lot of their content was like in the vault or whatever they call it yeah and now they've got they've got quite a lot of content in there so they've actually done i think quite well and they're offering stuff that wasn't always available anyway because it was in the vault Mm -hmm. but I, the, just on your comment about like TV providers, the um, UK TV Play, they are the worst, and they're they're really bad. And their app on the TV, uh, the um, Apple TV, crashes all the time. And yeah, I'm not even bothered trying them actually, because uh, there is some stuff on there that I thought I wanted to watch, um, but I think I went onto the website and I looked, and they didn't have an app on the Xbox, and I was just like, well whatever whatever ones i do choose to go for if i'm investing time into it needs to be available mostly on the xbox because that's the main thing plugged into my tv i will say it's not as bad as the now tv app because at least the now tv app, like you can go back from when you've watched an episode with the now tv app on the apple tv like once you finish an episode it just goes to a black screen and you have to reboot the yeah. app entirely it sucks <laughs> but uh uk tv play have the same problem where you know you start an episode you've got to watch it through the through the ads and stuff the interesting thing is, though, the ads and the amount of adverts change during the time of day. So in the evening, they show more ads than they do in, in the afternoon. So if you watch an episode in the afternoon, you actually get like you might not even get any ads. But in the evening, you'll get maybe two or three or whatever. It's interesting. It's super interesting. Well, it does seem really, really like a like a weird. Um, that's a that's a weird way of doing it. I, I think John's right in terms of uh, YouTube, because obviously YouTube being a Google company, it's all about advertising. So they know advertising really well. And even though I don't have an account, they definitely target the adverts to me. I mean, we use two accounts and we switch between them. And you, you definitely see different adverts and different recommendations, depending on the uh, account. You know, they've, they've yeah. kind of nailed that uh, that whole thing. And you can skip them and everything else. Um, I mean, I hate them, but that's actually a, a way better experience than you get with something like all four. Um, but it's, yeah. it, I would actually want to mention, uh, in terms of user experience, my favorite is still, um, Netflix. And obviously when, um, when their contracts and things like that have started to expire, Netflix have really invested in creating more programs. And I think they've got quite a lot of their own content that I think is pretty good. Yeah. I, I end up watching quite yeah. a lot of it. I feel like they're, their recommendations, their system, because they've known me the longer, is probably the best of the bunch of all of the things that I've used. And a shout out to the people at Netflix for finally paying attention to everyone complaining at them on Twitter and making it so that you can pause that autoplay in the background stuff while scrolling through stuff. It's made my whole Netflix experience significantly uh, better than um, than it was before. Yeah, I think I think you're totally right when it comes to that. And and I wish. I wish YouTube would, I'm trying not to swear here, every time I boot up that bloody application on my iPad, do you want a free trial oh, of YouTube man. Plus? Yeah. I just want them to fuck yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. I, I see this on uh, the iOS app. The only reason I have the iOS app is because it's it's better than, go, than bringing up a Safari uh, and then, you know, typing in YouTube. It's easy to just type it into the search, bring up the YouTube app and, and do something in there. 
every time, every time it asks me if I want to do a YouTube Plus subscription and oh, it's it's bad. It's really bad. Jordan, you have finally got a desk at home and a new setup. Do you want to talk about it? I've talked a lot about having uh, not really, well, <laughs> I've not had a desk in this in this house for for a long time. And even when I did um, quite a long time ago, uh, it wasn't really like a proper setup. It was like a built desk by us and some wood and uh, it was it was mm. wasn't that great oh i remember that desk i know i know it went the full length of the room in fact i'm staring at the holes in the wall that we left from trying to get that thing like on the wall we haven't filled them in yet but um no it's quite 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 good actually like uh, in december um of last year and kind of coming to january of this year i kind of had like this epiphany of i i need a desk space for the new year kind of new year's resolution type thing so yeah i thought you know why not? And I want something that's powerful. I want something that's on all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, that kind of thing. So there was an offer on like a, one of those Lenovo um, Legion gaming PCs and it was like half price. So I thought, you know, why not? We'll, we'll buy that. And it has some, you know, six gigabyte, you know, AMD Radeon thing, graphics card that looks like it's good for playing games. It's got, you know, one of those new, you know, the those new processes. So what are they? Um, the Ryzen processors. Mm. Uh, that have had really good reviews. So I thought, you know what, why not? And if I hadn't done that and all this happened with the whole working from home, I'd be told like it's a, <laughs> it's a good job I have. So I've got I've got that um, and I've got three of these 24-inch gaming screens. They're not 4K because I thought, you know, the 4K screens that we've got that we use at work, they're kind of 28-inch. Um, they're nice. Um, but I, I thought, you know, I'd like to try kind of like a, you know, one of those setups where we got kind of got on the left hand side one screen, and yeah, then, uh, like properly horizontal, like not not like portrait, but but kind of horizontal, like normal, and then one above it, and then have kind of one in the center as my main screen on the right. Having multiple displays that are like twenty seven plus inches is just difficult. Like it's not even enjoyable. I'd rather have like two twenty fours over like two twenty sevens. It's mm-hmm. it's just too much. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, no, and and like I got like a you know one of these you know, the kind of the, the desk mounts for the, you know, the poles that you, you, you kind of attach desk. So, you know, I got a pretty decent desk. We had, we had a, we had a kind of a, a spare desk that we had left over from, um, uh, kind of a, a, somewhere we were working down South and, and it's a really interesting proportions cause it's quite thin, but long, slightly longer than a typical desk. So, um, it's actually worked really well. Um, and then all I needed was kind of a chair a mouse and a keyboard at that point. Um, so I got, you know, like I actually, I thought, Again, why not? Let's go all out on a kind of a nicer ergonomic chair. So this this is what I love about this chair is it's got these retractable arms that like so they can go up and down. So right now I'm sat doing this podcast with no arms, and now, <laughs> now wait for it. I've got two really lovely cushioned arms uh, that are now down, and you can kind of hear my chair kind of squeaking a little bit because. Uh, you need uh, to get some WD forty on that, mate. Yeah, yeah, because it's been used so much uh, in yep. the last three months. Um, I really, you know, I, it's an interesting one again, like having like an actual space to work and, 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 and actually sit down and, you know, draw things out in a notebook or draw things out on an iPad or just sit and read things, um, and have the space just to, to put things like charges, Apple pencil stand, that kind of stuff. Record a podcast. Record a podcast, right? And I'm no longer on a bed somewhere like, or with like, with pillows over my, um, over my microphone to, to drown out the, the potential echo. Yeah. It's been amazing. Um, I, I like, and the off- whole office has been kind of done out quite nicely now. Like, right? we've got um, 
like and it's probably something like follow up as well for some which we'll kind of touch on is like the Wi-Fi in my house was pretty mm. terrible. Oh, you can hear my chair squeaking. Hang on. Yeah. So I bought um, as well. I upgraded my Wi-Fi, so I've got that mesh networking kind of Wi-Fi mm-hmm. system, kind of like a Aero and an Orbi, but not as expensive. I got I went with kind of a cheap and cheerful one, and it and it's awesome. Um, you know, for forty quid, um, like you know, it's like five times cheaper than what I like, kind of. I'm not saying an Orbi or an Aero is probably like I think an Orbi and an Aero would actually be better because there are some issues with this Wi-Fi thing that I've got only minor and, and totally worth it for the money by by all means. So yeah, like pretty pretty pleased. Um, I am kind of going back to kind of things like keyboard and mice. Um, you know, I've always historically used the the Microsoft Sculpt ergonomic keyboard, the wireless one with the hump. Um, so for my office here, I bought the Surface flat keyboard. You know, the Surface, um, the metal one. Yeah, um, the standard, the Bluetooth the standard one. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and I love it. Uh, I love that. It's re- it feels really nice, and because it's metal, like the plasticiness of the the Sculpt ergonomic, like you can tell that the quality, it feels much better. I have actually switched back to my ergonomic keyboard since coming back home mm-hmm. um, and working from home all day, mainly because like I wasn't using my desk like 24-7 when yeah. I was at, you know, and, and I, I I don't want to get kind of like, there's definitely a difference. I, I've actually, having used it and, you know, back and forth and just been testing it out, the, the difference in key travel for my fingers and stuff, like you can, I can actually feel my wrists and my, you know hurt a little bit and yeah. my, my fingers kind of my joints and my fingers hurt um when using that surface because i'm doing a lot of typing the other thing was like mouse wise I th- again like i wanted a decent mouse with you know the high the high uh is it high dpi ma- mice like so that you know i can get a really nice um kind of professional ma- you know that microsoft professional mouse that you use jules yeah uh, the the surface one I, w- I was gonna buy one of them but they're quite expensive so i, I went for the logitech um that logitech uh mx master and um that was about 40 quid or 50 quid and and it, it's kind of really really good like i mean don't get me wrong probably not as good as that surface mouse in terms of how it feels to hold but it's still pretty awesome so that kind of completed the setup with the chair the desk the screens the the you know the desktop pc and you know i made some mm, errors in maybe a few things um like for instance we were just talking earlier like i've kind of run out of disk space so this this com- desktop computer kind of came with 128 gig uh, solid state disk for the OS and then like a terabyte spinning disk for data, which I set up in a way that most of my data ends up on that data spinning disk. But I upgraded the RAM from 16 gig to 32 and the page file um, <laughs> just doubled in size. And between that and there's a Docker VM that runs on the OS partition as well, which I probably could move. Yeah, it's um, it's totally just trounced the space. So I'm going to have to upgrade the hard drive. I'm not too bothered about it in the short term because i don't really store lots of data on Mm -hmm. that drive but i was trying to install some software and i was like why the hell will it not let me install it on a data drive instead of the os and it was like two or three gig so yeah no pretty pretty pleased and and i think um in general like i'm more productive at this desk than i am anywhere else including the office now which is really an interesting point to to kind of say so it's interesting like when i got the imac and i kind of ranted and raved about how like having a desktop computer is so much better than a laptop but mm. it's 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 kind of like obvious but also you don't really appreciate it until you really do have one like one having this constant machine that runs and it's already set up with all the stuff you're ready to go you know like you don't have to you know worry about anything is just awesome and there's no battery issues or anything Desktop CPUs seem to be way more powerful like I mean it's kind of obvious but yeah. the thermal limits are they're not seem- optimized 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not optimized yeah. for, for power, for, for like just mm. like like desktop CPUs, like they don't have to have these low power modes if you look at the, the, the difference in how much energy that they use. And and that does show you're totally right. Like being able to sit here, I come to this machine, I, I set it so it kind of, it doesn't go to sleep, but it powers the screens off after kind of 10 minutes or so. I come back to this thing and it is fast all the time, right? Yeah. I did like my, my service book, I would have to reboot every few days, even the new one, just because it was running Docker and it was running this and it was running that. And teams would just garble so up jealous. as much memory as it possibly could, right? And it's just beautiful, like genuinely. I will, I do reboot this thing every, every 10 or so days just because um, I just want to make sure, like, you know, it's getting its software updates and stuff like that. But I don't really need to. And it's fast. It's yeah. fast as hell. Have you uh, used that GPU at all apart from running your three displays? Mm, all the displays do run through that GPU. Um, I haven't actually used it for any games yet. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, the thing is, though, having the option is the thing. Like, yeah, I was yeah, thinking, yeah. do I need a GPU? And I was like, I might as well, because I might want to run like quite a few 4K displays off this in the future. Obviously, I can upgrade the GPU as well, because mm. it's a desktop. If I want to upgrade it in the future, I could. So, you know. I've uh, I've been making a few upgrades of my own, which is a quote of, well, a reference to a movie, if you get it. I've also got a new chair. I had the same chair that I didn't that I do in the office currently, but I wanted something taller. I kept realizing that I'm putting a lot of pressure on my wrist just to kind of stay anchored at the right position at the desk. Whereas I wanted like a re- kind of a abnormally high chair. So I actually searched for quite a while to find something that would go taller than a normal chair and managed to get something that goes, I think it goes like 62 centimeters or something. Whereas like the average is like 54, 55. So it's a little bit more, but it makes a lot of difference. And that helped me a lot with, uh, with like RSI and not anchoring my wrist to the, to the desk to try and stay there. So that's really nice. So also got a new chair. I have bought iPad stands. I've got like three around me at the moment, <laughs> um, all in different kind of shapes and sizes. And they've got like the clear look stand, which is awesome. I've got this above tech one, which has like three arms. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like having a monitor pole that you can kind of move and angle around, but for the iPad, which is really nice. I did. I do actually have Orbeez at, at my house. Um, that was because I have um, Logitech Circle 2 cameras at the back in front of my house now. And to increase the... Because they run over Wi-Fi. So to increase the fact that they can actually get connections and stuff, I did buy Orbeez. And I've got one in my office, which is a... Um, it's an, uh, an Echo-enabled um, Harman Kardon speaker. So it actually looks quite nice. Like it, it kind of fits into the background. You don't realize it's just like this Wi-Fi base station, which is pretty cool. We've also decorated the office, and I've got an orange wall, and that's really cool. And finally, I would say uh, I bought an external uh, SSD, a one terabyte SSD, which was part of my kind of backup plan where now my OneDrive syncs to that SSD, which is a backup for me. And also my entire Mac and that drive is being backed up to uh, Backblaze. So that's really nice. I would recommend, like, I mean... Obviously, having uh, an SSD inside the computer is probably better, but I don't have that option because I have an iMac. And I've basically got a uh, USB-C 3.1 Gen 2, which is a mouthful, basically drive connected to my computer. So it's it's like I haven't noticed any speed issues with it. Um, and obviously, it's just mostly backing up and syncing between OneDrive anyway. And now I have instant access to all my OneDrive data, which previously was a pain because I would have to do things like 
you know, go into OneDrive and turn a certain folder on. Yeah, because it's it a lot of space, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now it's kind of like that drive, it's it's under my desk. I can't actually see it. It's connected to my Mac. It's in like the, you know, like the cable racks that I have under my desk. It's just hidden under there. It's just always on doing its thing. And I don't necessarily care if it dies because one, the data is in Backblaze and OneDrive. And it's just so that I have fast access and can sync OneDrive to Backblaze. So um, it's not a bad option if, you know, if you have a desktop computer where you can just leave it plugged in and don't even have to think about it. Yeah. So, so on that, like with, with the, the, the data drive, like I've been considering this because obviously we just talked about like my space issues. I'm like having a backup data drive for me isn't really a requirement. I just need more space on my OS. I, I mean, I don't really have everything that I use for backups end up going in OneDrive anyway. So, I mean, why, why Backblaze versus like OneDrive? So first of all, I already back up like all my photos, etc. are in OneDrive and that's, that's good, but they're in the cloud. And like, if I want to go through them and, you know, sort them out and I do something every month where I actually rename all the files and move them around and put them into kind of categorized folders. That's a massive pain when it's, you know, you have to download it all and like do it part by part. Yeah. But also I think, yes, I like, I've never had any issues with OneDrive, but I, it, you know, it could happen. Something could go wrong with OneDrive and they could have a loss of data. And it's always good to have your, your data. Or in. loss of access. You never yeah. Know. yeah. So it's always good to have your own data somewhere else. So like the, there's kind of two parts. One is the backup aspect where one, like backing up my Mac is something that I've wanted to do for a while and just literally haven't pressed the button on, on a Backblaze subscription. And then there's a kind of benefit that you can just have any attached drives backed up for free as part of the, well, as part of the cost. So the the OneDrive sync to that drive gives me quick access to all my data in OneDrive so I can manage it. Um, and then also it's synced up. So it's kind of like two sides to the, to this. But I mean, for you, like it definitely makes sense. Like I, if I were you, I would get a bigger SSD for my boot drive and I would just leave it at that. I would probably look at potential options for backing up your machine just because like having... It's a good idea. Like, I, I mean, I used to be, I used to be the opinion that like, you know, a lot of my data is in the cloud, a lot of, uh, all my like code and stuff is in Git. So it's all fine, but it still doesn't mean it'd suck. Like if I lost it and also mm-hmm. if I lost access or there's the other aspect of like, you don't know what you've lost fully until you've lost it. So yeah, it's kind of the two edges of, of quick access to my data and also backing up the drives because I want to back up my Mac, but also just protection like anyone does backups for really yeah that makes sense so this is this is uh this is particularly interesting for me because um i'm kind of in between uh in terms of backup right now i'm trying to sort out my OneDrive because i've uploaded tons and tons and tons of stuff to it and uh i i had you know multiple folders called two sort which uh, kind of need sorting and I've got no space on my machine because I've got a 512 gig uh, disk on my Surface Book 2. There's no space for me to put the entire OneDrive on it. So, yeah. um, I, and I don't have a desktop machine. This is something that I'm also uh, very jealous about because I will go through, uh, maybe I'll be working on some code in the morning and then suddenly I need to load Docker and I've run out <laughs> of memory. It's, it's a constant yeah. battle at the minute with, with memory. But uh, I don't have a desktop machine. I can plug a disk in. So I um, I use a virtual machine for this. And I have a, a quite low-powered VM in the um, 
I think it's in the North Europe data center for Azure. And uh, I just attached a four terabyte disk to it. And I think I basically put the entire of my OneDrive, sync the whole thing to it. And then uh, I also did some other things. So like I, I tried to sync um, all of my iTunes and um, uh, the iCloud uh, albums, the photo albums mm. to it. Um, so basically I now have one machine, though it is in the cloud, that has all of the stuff on it so I can sort it. Because like you said, Andrew, it's a, it's a nightmare to try and download it all just to try and sort it. Um, yeah. So at least I've got one machine where I can actually sort this stuff on. It's been it's been like that for a few months now, and I I've sorted some stuff out, but um, it's one of those continuous uh, things on my to do list, which is to uh, do more on it. And I I yeah. have done a lot, but there's still quite a bit to go. I've still got one to sort folder, and I think three have already been sorted. But I'm trying to I'm trying to rearrange all this stuff so that um, I can do an external backup onto like a one terabyte. Um, ssd or mm-hmm. or maybe you know those um those little sand disk uh really really portable ones rather than it was either that or get a caddy and put a disk in it but yeah i haven't quite decided yet but i would i definitely want to get a uh, basically an offline copy of all that stuff mm-hmm. but because i don't have a desktop machine it's unlikely that i'm just going to have something plugged in just thinking all the time because it's the unplugging it and um yeah exactly that's the scenario. Really, I want another machine. And um, just before the lockdown, as you guys will probably know, I was using my Surface Book as a laptop, which I've done a lot in the past, and I really like using it that way. I find the multitasking with the trackpad to be really good, and I'm super productive that way. And the actual keyboard, monitor, and uh, mouse was connected to my uh, Surface Go, which is which I would use to do things like you know, email and look at DevOps, mm-hmm. and, you know, those kind of tasks. But all of my coding would be done on the Surface Book as a laptop. And then when I went home in the evening, I wouldn't need to reboot because I haven't messed around with screen. <laughs> I could just sit down, do some more work on the sofa or wherever. But since lockdown, it's been plugged into the uh, the keyboard, the monitor and the, and the mouse, you know, ex- the, uh, essentially as a desktop machine. And I've basically not unplugged it from that setup for about um three or four weeks or whatever it is and um yeah I, i'm just running out of ram and w- wishing i had one now it's probably a good time for you to get an external drive though like and just plug it in like the setup that i sent you about you know the USB-C one like i have and just yeah. plug that in sync your data to it and be like right let's sort this out yeah the problem is that the data i need to sync to it needs it really needs trimming down first that's mm. that's the thing yeah. because I've got I have got um, thousands of photos in folders that are time lapses that I've taken using my camera mm. my, my Canon camera in the past and um, I really need to like zip them up and back when I put them on OneDrive uh, you couldn't put there was like a limit on the size of single files I can't remember what it was. <laughs> But if I was to zip the files, I, they wouldn't fit. But now I can I can sort this stuff out. It's just uh, I need to sort it out. Yeah, I should probably mention as well that I don't use the uh, iCloud photo library stuff. I don't like the fact that it's not very um, good. It. I mean, to be fair, like I think it's good at doing its job. It's just the fact that it does. Like I have a large phone. I not a large. Well, it's kind of large to some people. Um, but I have a lot of data available on my phone. Like I don't need to have the data removed from my device. So 
I don't want it leaving just because you know it wants to clear up some space for no reason, and also and then causes the fact that when you want to view a photo from six months ago, it's like oh I'm just downloading that for you. I don't like that. I just want it synced, so I sync it to OneDrive, and that's when I sort things out there. Mm, um, yeah, but I am but I am glad though, Jordan, that you've got you finally got a desk set up and you're enjoying the power of a, a desktop computer like we all used to before we all had back laptops, in the day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's blissful. It's blissful. I I just look at this little RAM gauge and I'm like, ho oh, oh, ho, <laughs> I can have all these things open and still have 15 gig of RAM free. Meh. I tell you, I tell you what though, I I I love I love the design of the Mac Pro and yeah, I'm gonna leave that there. One day, one day. I know. I just with those things though, it's like like I've got this desktop computer. It costs like 500 quid and it's fucking awesome. Sorry, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have said that. Beep it out, Andrew. Beep it out. <laughs> He was very enthusiastic about how awesome it was, just in case anyone wondered what he said. So I don't, I can't really imagine spending 20 grand on a, on a desktop I, well, computer. I wouldn't spend 20 grand on one. <laughs> to be fair, I was looking at one the other day and like even to push a really nice spec, like 12 core, 96 gig RAM, it was like seven or eight grand, which is 12,000 off uh, 20 grand. And it's still obviously a lot of money, but like it's, it'd be an absolute beast. And Again, coming back to your computer, like you can get in there and change the GPU in it. So it wouldn't be something that like after two to four years, it's like, right, get another one. It's, you know, after two to four years, right, what hardware do I need to put in this to upgrade it to make it, even if you need to, like at that point, you might not need to, it might last, you know, six to eight years anyway, without any changes, it easily would. But even then, okay, now I want to do some things to it. It's been a while, you know. What CPU is going to put in it? What, you know, can I upgrade the RAM, more disk uh, and GPU, etc. Like, I think I think that the biggest problem for the Mac Pro right now is the display. And it's like, really, the display you want is the Pro Display, uh, Pro display XDR. But that's that's $6,000 for a, with a stand. Oh, pounds even. Is that with the stand? Yeah, I think it's like five without, four oh, and a half without maybe. But let's just say six. And to be fair, I probably wouldn't get the stand anyway because I'd probably just uh, put it on a mount. But yeah, like that's the problem. And I don't, I don't want one of those. You know, the is it LG? The displays that Apple sell that are like the thousand, you know, fifteen hundred pounds ones, purely because I think they look disgusting. Though the panel in them is great. But the biggest problem for the Mac Pro right now, for like the standard user, I guess that's not gonna need a, dis- a Pro Display XDR is the display. So I wanted to talk a bit about games. Um, I've been trying to make an effort this year so far since uh, since the start of 2020 to play more games. Um, I realized that I'd actually accrued quite a lot of uh, mediums to play games. So I now have an Xbox One, a PS4, a Switch. Um, I think that's all of them. I also have a Wii, actually. But with all of these things, like I now have quite a lot of opportunities to play games. And I've been trying to make more of an effort to to play games. So I wanted to chat a bit about that with you guys. I think I have been searching. Well, I was originally searching for the PS4 for a while because I'd heard how good the uh, Spider-Man game was. Mm -hmm. And that obviously I raved about that for a long time to you guys. And it's it's so good. The Spider-Man game is fantastic. Like even like I would recommend for someone to buy a PS4 just to play that Spider-Man game. The controls on it are insane like they feel really good the graphics are incredible 
Um, and I'm not even playing like to a 4K display, but it still looks insane. And it does support 4K graphics. So I would uh, I would definitely ask someone to play that. I've been, I've, there's someone who uh, who works for us and he does have the game. He eventually broke down and bought the game after I told him to many times. And uh, he recently let his friend borrow it. So I was, uh, I was pretty upset with him the other day. I think recently a big one that everybody's probably heard a lot about is Animal Crossing, which on the Switch is also fantastic. It's another kind of nostalgic one that I'm playing a lot with with my girlfriend, and uh, we're having a lot of fun with that. I have an Xbox controller. Oh yeah, I should probably mention as well COD Mobile on uh, the iPad. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of that on uh, with people who are on other platforms, which is quite nice. It's not like you know everybody has to have an Xbox or. Uh, and I, you know, or an iPhone or an iPad or you know an Android device or whatever. Um, we play quite a few games throughout, during the week now that we're all working from home with people who work with us, and uh, that's quite cool. So I'll connect my PS4 controller to my iPad and then play with you know Jamie, for example, who's playing on his Android phone with his Xbox controller. And I'm very impressed with that game because it's like the kind of old school cod that i like and i say old school but it's old school to me like black ops kind of maps and uh that's been a lot of fun yeah one of the things about the the cod mobile that um that's really impressed me is uh that it doesn't it doesn't cost anything yeah to play and um while i'm you know i haven't really played the game much before i found that the uh the the maps are really good but the um the controls as well even on the touch screen uh were a lot better they're than not bad. Like, yeah, they they they're really good. Uh, I th- I would say they're much better than the Minecraft touchscreen controls. Um but this is the kind of thing like in the past I I bought a COD game because uh you know people at work were playing it. I wanted to join in the fun. Yeah. Never played. I think I loaded it up once, played one game, never touched it again. Total waste of money. But with this one, I can just install it on my phone and if I do fancy playing, I can play. If not, it doesn't matter. And I think they've done a really good job with it. I think it's um, I think it's one of the best uh, free games on iOS, and it, you don't need um, the arcade or anything like that to play mm-hmm. it. I, I think it's quite a good one. And you know, they they do push a lot of in-app sales and stuff, oh, and yeah, upgrades yeah. and stuff. But I mean, it's kind of like you just you just press X on them a few times, and you're ready to go, and you're having fun with your friends. So like, who really cares? Like, yes, it's it's a lot, and there's like three or four whenever you first boot the app. But fine. You know that they're doing quite. It's quite a big experience uh, in terms of a game and like the the amount of stuff they brought. Yeah, I think it's really good for free. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, really good. I think I will. I've said I'm going to do do some COD Mobile. I have this controller. I bought it so I could play Minecraft on my Surface Book, and I will definitely try and get to it at some point. Yeah, you should be able to do it on your iPad or 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 your. Whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying. I'm going to try that. I, I'm thinking about a few games on the PC that maybe use controllers. I mean, I've even thought about World of Warcraft again, <laughs> just because I've got the GPU and the computer for yeah. it now. Like that, I could literally play it and not have to worry about you know, like when I when I ran it on my Surface Book, it would just the fans would be mental all the time, basically. But uh, I don't know. It'd be nice to kind of have a list of games. I, I'm thinking about as well maybe an Xbox 360 uh, or sorry, an Xbox One rather um gotta get with the times um i'm putting it on my desk and hooking up to one of these gaming monitors Mm. so i can kind of switch between yeah that'd be good but you know it's just there's i'm doing quite a lot in my free time at the moment and i'm enjoying it that's one thing out of this whole 
kind of pandemic situation that I guess I can take a silver lining out or see a silver lining is I'm, I'm getting to be able, I can do more work and I still have time to do, you know, I'm trying to learn a new language and I'm trying to play the guitar a bit better and cook. And I can do all those things in a, in a day, right? I can do all of that stuff and get everything done in that day and still have time. Yeah. Way less travel time for you. Yeah. And, and still get time to sit on the sofa and watch some stuff on Netflix with my girlfriend. So actually, that's the silver lining. I don't know how gaming might... I might be able to do some gaming. I mean, we've considered maybe getting a Switch for downstairs. Yes, to play some Mario Kart, yeah, but, Switch would be good. But it's not... We're going to wait a little bit, because even though, like, you know... Again, it's like financially, like, it, it wouldn't be pro- a problem to buy a Switch. I'm just thinking that, you know, again, economic situations, Blue Roll might go up in price, right? They're hard to get a hold of, though, at the moment. Yeah. Even when I bought mine, I went to I went to quite a few shops and I managed to just get one. Like, there was one in stock at one point after, like, I think maybe two weeks and managed to just grab it and get it. I uh, I do really like the Switch, though, because so I made a bit like a conscious decision to make sure that, like, the games like my Xbox One and my PS4 and stuff are downstairs by the TV, so I'm not like upstairs at the desk all the time, which is quite nice. And like play them as a bit more of like an experience. Like I like the, for like the PS4. Um, I like more like games that are a bit more of like a cinematic experience. Um, which is why I've actually just bought. Um, I did buy the Spider-Man DLCs, and I've also bought this Star Wars Fallen Order game that I'm going to play this weekend. And that's kind of one of the things that I've been looking forward to. And I mentioned it earlier. But with like the Switch, I think I bought that around Christmas with with my girlfriend, and you know we've been playing originally Mario Kart and things like that with uh, and Pokemon as well, um, kind of together. And then we've been basically just playing Animal Crossing in it the, for the entire time, and it's, it's Animal Crossing is so good. And I think uh, like it's really nice with the Switch because it is handheld, so. If I just want to play like half an hour of Animal Crossing, like on my lunch break or something, but still be around to chat to people if they need me, mm, yeah, I just sit at my desk and just play that for a bit. But also, then going downstairs and playing uh, with my girlfriend, like in our island, uh, our island where there's there's two of us on the screen with two separate controls, and we're both like having fun. Like that's really that's really good. So I would definitely recommend getting a, uh, a Switch. It's because the Switch Lite is cool because it's handheld, and but like being able to just dock it to a screen is actually really nice because instead of having to sit there in handheld mode, like you do have that that versatility. So that's it's really really good. And you know, it's not it's I mean it is bigger than the the Lite version, but it's not crazy. You know, it's not much bigger. It's not like holding an iPad. Mm-hmm. So I would I would definitely recommend getting a Switch. I'm not trying to push it too much, but get a Switch. Uh, <laughs> I was going to mention as well that uh, this all started properly when I got the Switch um, and also from our Christmas party where we played uh, Guitar Hero at like a retro games bar. I then, uh, well, my girlfriend got her Wii from from her, her parents' house and we now have like six six Guitar Hero guitars in the house from starting at zero where we now have like enough for the Wii and I also bought the PS4 version of Guitar Hero Live, which is a bit odd, and got massively into playing that. But yeah, it was just really nice, like over the Christmas break, doing something other than working or just what sat down watching TV. Like I found a lot of enjoyment in playing games and it's kind of obvious to a lot of people, but it's something that I kind of ignored for a long time and have played bits of, but I'm trying now to to like consistently have a game on the go at least on like two of the platforms for example so like animal crossing at the moment on the switch and uh, i'm 
hoping to get into the Star Wars on uh, the PS4. So that'll be fun. I should probably also mention that uh, RuneScape on iOS still hasn't launched. I haven't played RuneScape for coming up to a year easily, I think. You could try so, it out yeah. when it comes out on iOS? I will. Yeah, I will. And maybe it'll like kickstart it again because that's the thing with RuneScape. Like it, it's the kind of thing where like I will play it for a few months and then spend a while not playing it um, and then go back to it if something kickstarts it. I know they're doing like they've added a new level, but really like I got a bit frustrated with the fact that it was like always stuck to a desk and really I wanted to just sit on my iPad and play it or something. So yeah, that's kind of uh, my update on gaming, which I've been getting into a lot. It's been fun. I know, uh, Jules, you're still playing Minecraft. Yes, I am still very much enjoying uh, Minecraft. So um, I we talked about, you know, multiple devices and where to play it. I mostly play it on my Surface uh, Go. Um, and I use um, an Xbox controller. Um, I actually recently, fairly recently, actually, I don't even know because time seems to be <laughs> messed up at the moment. But I fairly recently got a um, uh, the Xbox Elite 2 controller. Um, and that's basically the one that I use to play Minecraft all the time now. And it has a little uh, extra lever on the underneath the uh, controller which means i can actually jump and keep my thumb on the kind of camera stick uh, at the same time so you know even though you know i'm not playing it on the xbox as much i actually play it on the on the surface go it it, it's of you know it's with an xbox controller and it's with one of the best xbox controllers you can get so getting a really kind of enjoyable experience when playing it and uh being able to jump myself which is a bit of a strange thing but being able to jump myself when i press the button rather than having auto jump turned on is um has made the the game quite uh, quite a bit more enjoyable for me. Minecraft itself is getting a really big update soon. So I talked before on the podcast about how there's um you know uh, multiple dimensions in uh, Minecraft and one of them is the Nether. And traditionally it's been kind of ugly looking um and they did improve the look recently when they uh, updated some of the textures. But uh, this update that's due to come out very soon is uh, a whole kind of revamp of the Nether, and it looks amazing. This is one of the best updates that they've done for quite some time. Currently, there's no date on when it comes out, but it's but it is in uh, preview. There's both a beta for it on um, the Bedrock version, and there's a, there's been snapshots on the Java version, and it adds tons of content. So there's whole new uh, bartering system that's in there. There's new blocks. There's new um, you know, building specific blocks as new mobs. Um, so I am really looking forward to that update coming out. And when it does in one of the worlds, we're actually going to restart it back from the beginning. So, yeah. you know, stone, stone tools and, you know, no, um, no wings, no ability to fly or anything like that. So it's going to be uh, a, a complete restart. Um, and that's, that's uh, in a world that basically I've had since um, 2017. So it's that world is kind of well established, and I have all of the, you know, all of the stuff and lots of builds in it. Mm. But um, it's going to be both. It's going to be interesting because you know nothing really goes away. I'll still have a backup of the world, and I can always go back into it. Yeah. But um, it's going to be really interesting to kind of start again. And I've actually decided to start again with the same seed, so the the landscape will be the same as it was in the previous world. Right. But um, you know, all of the stuff that we built and everything will be gone, um, and it'll have this brand new nether dimension which is a whole uh, new area to explore so i'm i'm really looking forward to that and i think minecraft is still like 
you know, my game. It's still my number one game. Yeah. You know, what I spend most of my time on. Also Minecraft related, um, uh, coming out in, I think it's uh, May. Um, I can't remember the exact date, but there's a, a new game called Minecraft Dungeons coming out, which is basically like a, a dungeon crawler game. It's like semi-procedurally um, generated maps. So the start and the end probably isn't, but like in the middle, uh, it's going to be different every time you play it. It's going to be great for playing multiplayer. And that one, I think I will probably play on the Xbox itself with, you know, like how the, the Lego games, you have two players yeah, on the same yeah. screen at the same time. So it's one of those games and it's based in the world of Minecraft, but it's a totally different game. You're not, mm. you're not building things in the same way, but the characters look similar. So I'm really looking forward to playing that one as well. Me and Lucy also got the, um, the on the PS4, I think it was the, the Lego uh marvel avengers i think it's called yeah and that's yeah so that's the kind of thing where like we both play it i think i just get really frustrated because like the controls like aren't too obvious and it like like it doesn't always show you text but it'll show you icons and there's quite a lot of marvel characters and they all have different abilities right i just get a bit frustrated that it's like ah i don't know what i'm doing i'd like and it is quite fast it feels quite fast moving though um and to be fair we need to pick it up again because i think we only got like two two of the missions in yeah but it's 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 nice to be able to play like together and it's the same with animal crossing like going in the same world and um there is like you have a leader basically and they can do everything that they can normally do and you can kind of switch between who's a leader really quickly and that's really nice so you can both kind of like cooperatively do something so i could like oh i need to go and get this thing and um i don't know i'm trying to think like oh speak to this person and then straight after, I can swap to Lucy, and she can do it, and then we're both kind of going together, which is yeah. nice. Yeah, that does sound really good. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said for playing um, those multiplayer games on on one screen. And you know, I mm-hmm. I play Minecraft multiplayer as well, but the way that we tend to play that is it's one screen each. So it might be me on the Surface Go, and then something on the Xbox screen as well, or you know, people playing remotely or those kind of things. I think being together. Uh, you know, sitting together yeah. um, with it on one screen. That's that's definitely something I'm really looking forward to. And it it just so happens to also be Minecraft. So I think I was mm-hmm. kind of uh, invested in it already, if you know what I mean, like, because I yeah. already know the, the lore and the, the story behind it. So that's one I'm really looking forward to. I tried the, the beta, but only really briefly because it was only available on the PC. And like I say, this one is uh, going to be on the Xbox. Of course, it's on Xbox Game Pass as well. Mm-hmm. So as the, the day it comes out, we'll, we'll be able to play it without any um, without having to pay for anything. Um, and and there's actually, there's one other game that I've been playing <laughs> uh, quite a bit. Again, Minecraft related. Um, this one kind of sneaked up on me because I wasn't expecting to um, to play this too much. I, I got the preview of Minecraft Earth when it came out. Um, didn't really play it much. It basically has been sat on my phone for a long time. But uh, since the uh, the lockdown, they've actually changed the, the mechanics a little bit to make it easier for people to uh, collect items throughout the day without going out. Because it's, it's a bit mm. like Pokemon Go, where you're supposed to ah, go out to do adventures and you like you need to like go to a park to collect a, an item, which you can then right. use to do an adventure. You don't necessarily need to do your adventure in the park but you need to go to these places to kind of trigger an event. They've recently changed it so that you can, you basically get given a free like gem type thing, an item mm-hmm. that lets you create a new adventure every day. 
Um, and then they've also increased the number of like tappables, like collectible items throughout the day. And um, yeah, I found myself playing more than I thought I would. Again, it's like based in the world of Minecraft and it's, you know, Minecraft related things, but it's not, again, it's you know, like, like dungeons. It's, it's not really mm-hmm. the same as Minecraft survival, which is like my game. That's, that's my main game. These are like other things. And I think with dungeons on the Xbox and um, earth on the phone, it's like, I've got things that I will want to play on all of the the main devices that I use. And they just so happen to all be Minecraft related games. But um, I think that's me set for a while. This is basically, yeah. uh, this is basically what I play. I have, I, like I said, I've had quite a lot of games on the go, including all the different variations of Guitar Hero. The next, the next big one, like I mentioned, is the Marvel Spider-Man DLCs, Star Wars Fallen Order game. But I'm also looking to buy the Avengers game when it comes out on the PS4. So I'll be interested in seeing that. Uh, but Jordan, how's how's your gaming going? <laughs> you should buy a Switch. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much non-existent, so. I, I'm going to look into it. There's a few other things I think I want to buy before I buy uh, like a console or something like that. Like a backup drive or an internal drive. Well, yeah, like a new drive for my computer. But that doesn't necessarily mean like I can't like... I'm, I'm going to play COD Mobile. That'll be probably the first thing I play because I've got the controller. Yeah, it's just so easy. Um, and if it works with the iPad, then 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 that'll be fine. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it for me like on the gaming. I wish I could had had more to add. Like I really would like to play through all the Gears of War games again Ooh, on the yeah, Xbox. Yeah, they, they they just did a new game mode for Gears of War 5. I haven't played it yet, but it's yeah. supposed to be really good. That will probably be the first thing I do if I do get into it, but I mean it's not really that high up on the list at the moment. Um unfortunately. Um but we will see. We will see. I want to see what I can do with this graphics card to be completely honest thanks for listening to episode 40 of the mavis podcast you can find the show notes for this episode by going to mavispodcast.com slash 40 feel free to tweet us any questions so we can answer them on the show at mavis podcast on twitter i'm at andrew hathaway julian is at julian k and jordan is jordan is on fire